So you've had a fight, you've been offended, you've gotten upset. Now you know you have to forgive each other and move on. But how do you move on? How do you re-engage? That's what we're talking about today. The Access More Podcast Network has faith-based shows about culture, family, and entertainment without all the other noise so you can discover inspiring conversations easier. Start listening today at accessmore.com. Hey, welcome to the pantry. Hello. I'm so happy to re-engage with you (laughs) on this episode of the pantry. Uh, but, But trust me, when we get to the end of this, when she says that, we're in no conflict at this moment. Right. We're fine. We're fine. We weren't just fighting. No, uh, but but we have and we've had to re-engage and we've had to really like walk through this. And so today, hopefully by the end of this episode, you know, through our own experience and through how the Bible brings us out and how Bible says, hey, you know what? There's a way to do this. Mm-hmm. Um it's not your way, it's God's way. And so, hey, let's talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not your way, it's God's way. So, hey. <laughs> let's, I like that. So, hey. Yeah. Yeah, but no, just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. That was yeah. last week. But, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> Good memory. Good memories. But, Good um, memories. Yeah, no, we've been, as if you've caught our episode a few weeks ago yeah. about our biggest marriage mistake Ooh. corrected, Ooh. then you know that we have been doing daily devotions almost daily. There's some days that are just so busy, so packed. Normally, with ministry mm. um, but we've had a really like we've been changing like we're, we're talking we're almost having devotions we make up ourselves in right. the car on those days right. um, to and from those things so one of the things that we were talking about the other day was how to we had we had had a skirmish mm. I'll say that we had had a skirmish a brief skirmish and uh, re-engaging was the hard part And so we were talking about that. And so we're just going to walk you through the process that we had, which again, when we do these kind of episodes, this is not prescriptive, but hey, it works for us. And if you're desperate, try it out. Is that that right? It's not prescriptive. It's descriptive. Is that that how people say that? Yes. We're going to (laughs) describe. I'll try to pick up these new terms. I know. know, There are so many ways to slice and dice the Christian life. And so we're here to kind of help you figure out what should be in the closet. I might even have a new analogy. It's kind of brewing right now in my head. Good. So we'll see. It's a mix. This is a mix. (laughs) There's going to be some description of the prescription and some prescriptions with description. And the only reason you say that, because watch this, we'll just do it up front. Like, I think when you get into conflict or when you get into Mm -hmm. some battle or, or, or whatever it is, maybe it's just a feeling, maybe it's your own feeling. Maybe it's, it's one-sided. Maybe it's two-sided because sometimes these things come one-sided. Sometimes Mm -hmm. they come two-sided. Sometimes you come in the middle and you just together in it. Yeah. Like, and then sometimes the conflict is like an internal conflict. Right. But I think that every time that you get into these conflicts, you know, I always use that analogy that, you know, these are the, the, these are the Jesus glasses. Like yes. God looks at us in, in, in our sin before Jesus. And then all of a sudden you got this, this nice look. Now I'm not saying that this, I just use this, but then I'm thinking yeah. of prescriptive. Mm-hmm. Right. So let's just flip that to another side of this. Like you're sitting there and you're getting into it and all of a sudden your glasses get knocked off. Ooh. You can't oh, see nothing. No. You're like, whoa, my glasses, you're blind. You're but what? I can't see I'm, anything I'm, I'm disconnected. My oh my gosh. I'm, I'm freaking out. I'm, oh, oh my gosh. Right. Like, I, I can't, like, I really can't see y'all <laughs> right now. My glasses are I... off and I'm like, whoa, I'm blurry over there on that little screen. But it's like, we get into that point. Yeah. And it's like, but how do you get back? Well, number one, number one. And I, 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 I can't even see the notes right now. So yeah. it's like, number He's one. coming in raw. Coming in raw, y'all. <laughs> Turn to God. Watch this. Boom, the glasses come back on. And I'm like, wow, there we go. Ooh, thoughts for the episode. There we go. Yes. <laughs> like, you see yes. what I'm saying? No, that's very but, true. But that is, like, that like is prescriptive. the number one And that's so it's kind of cool. Yes. It's prescriptive. Well, God is prescriptive. You need a good prescription in your yes, glasses. Yes, there we go. There but, we go. Um, but yeah, I think that that is the prescriptive yes. portion. 
right? That is the prescriptive portion. And we're going to unpack what that looks like for us. But I think one of the things, one of the big things that we did up front during that conversation where we're like, why was it so hard to Mm re-engage? And we were being kind of transparent on how we were feeling during those days. Um, Because here's the thing. Why is it so hard to hug? I know. For us, I don't know. Maybe not for you, again. For everyone on YouTube. I'm sorry, I have an eyelash in my eye. (laughs) Things always happen to me, so just ignore me. Uh, Last week, her headband (laughs) fell off. That's that's hilarious. (laughs) But, but, But we... I don't know about maybe okay so because this is the show now <laughs> so this is this kind of how we are because I'm gonna ask y'all a question and and maybe you'll put put it in notes okay so when you get in an argument with your spouse or a friend or whatever is there times when it's hard to reconnect like mm-hmm. like you ever feel like that it's like it is so hard to make that first step mm-hmm. and I'm like I know that happens with me at least yeah and in, in our relationship I'm just like and I want to make that step it's almost like I want to. But then there's like this wall holding me back. It's like, how do, and, and so how do I get over the wall? Well, prescriptive, right? It's constant God. Yeah. And we, we started talking like, okay, one of the things that we both, I, we've said it on very early episodes of the show. We might resurrect that as a new episode, but it's very beneficial to, I'll say it like this, faith is preventative medicine. Mm. And so you want to start, like what is preventative in your real diet. Healthy food will help prevent a need for medication later, right? Because you haven't been pumping yourself with poison that your body is trying to figure out what to do with. So your body is running better. And so when it comes to this, sometimes sitting down and coming up with some terms of engagement before there's a problem is very helpful. For example, and this is another thing we should probably have a whole episode on, but a friend of ours She's pregnant with her second child, but for years she was praying for children. And some people gave her scripture. We talked about last week how some people react when they get scripture, but it's a very sensitive subject. But now she's two kids in and she herself said, the things people were saying were true. I just didn't want to hear them because of how I felt, but it's exactly my circumstance. It's exactly my experience. I say that to say sometimes the gravity of our current situation blinds us to what we actually need to get out of it in a victorious manner. When it comes to arguing with your spouse, you have no idea what the next argument's going to be about or how serious it is. So having some mutual acknowledgments up front of mm. how you are okay engaging next, that can be beneficial. And sometimes it feels, oh, well, that's not very romantic. That's not very organic. If I was, if we were, if you were really in the spirit, you wouldn't need to do all that. No, sometimes it's good to have a strategy. Rules. And rules in place, (laughs) guardrails, so that when someone does fall, because neither of you are perfect, there's more Christ-like things that are going to happen on the other side up front. I like that guardrails because, you know, they used to have roads and roads. People watch. Why did guardrails go up in the places where guardrails are? Because over time, statistics say cars went off that edge. Mm-hmm. Right. And so if, if we keep seeing the car go off this edge. Mm-hmm. It's very smart to put, to a, guard put up a guardrail. You know, <laughs> you still crash. But you don't burn. <laughs> right. You don't fall off and, into a ravine right, right. or down a mountain or whatever. And, and, and what that gives, uh, what those rules a lot time for. Yeah. Is for us to purge things that separate us from God, number right. one. 
But watch this. Also purge things that are separating us from that other person. Yeah. And we have to put these in place. And you know what really drives it home? And I'm, I'm going to hit everybody again because you were just bringing about our friend, right? Scripture. One of the rules that should be in place is a willingness to hear from your spouse, mm-hmm. okay, or from your friend. It When they're aligned, of course, you know, I'm, I'm speaking this from a position where, okay, yeah, they're imperfect. We're all imperfect. We talked about that last week, a bunch of imperfect people. Mm-hmm. But God's word is perfect. So therefore, we should have a willingness to hear God's word at least. Yeah. That's that's one thing. Um, and, and of course, you know, where does this all start out? Okay, well, no one's going to want to hear from you unless, you know, maybe an apology. Yeah. I, I, I think that... Um, we need to we need to be like heartfelt heartfelt in our apologies uh not forced like but really like humbled i mean i know i've done wrong yeah. like i sit there i'm just like if it's me on the offensive side i'm like eh, okay god and then i think the hardest part is getting over self yes. and making that move to sit there and be like yeah okay I'm sorry. And watch this. Usually in a fight, there there's a, there can be apologies on both sides. Exactly. Because um, there's, it takes two to tango. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, special circumstances, different relationships. I, I'm not going to get into all of the, 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 the bad, but when you're in a loving relationship where you really do respect and honor each other, where, you know, most of the time it's good. Mm-hmm. There's going to be times when you mess up. There's going to be times when you're at fault. Maybe they're at fault, but watch this. Even when she says, hey, it's me, it's me, it's me, watch this. But you know what? I could have handled it better. Mm -hmm. It's very often most arguments really combust rather than just like simmer there, right? Because of the reaction to the original offense is full of sin as well. Right. Right. And so then now both people have ammo to finger point all day. Mm. And now it's this never ending cycle of disrespect, dishonoring, lack of forgiveness, bitterness, resentment, dragging up old things like all these things can start happening. And what one of the things I started saying to myself and to others is there's certain circumstances where it's a hard issue to demand it, but it's also a hard issue not to give it. So as far as apologies go, Going around demanding apologies and bringing into question the legitimacy of the apology you may get, that's a hard issue in itself because you technically do not need the other person to apologize for you to be called to forgive. You're called to forgive if you never get an apology. So it's a hard issue if you go around your house demanding apologies when someone comes against you. But at the same time, it is a heart issue to not apologize. Mm. Okay? Because we're also called to apologize. Right. But rather than be all focused on what you're not getting, it's about what God calls you to do when you don't get it and what God calls you to do when you do it. So, one of the things you can agree on is to, you know, when we do have an offense, I'm not going to be like, "Where's the apology? I don't hear you saying I'm sorry, blah 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 blah." Right. If it does come, that didn't sound heartfelt. You didn't apologize for everything. I didn't hear you mention this, this, this and this. That is not conducive to a godly glorifying marriage. Right. But at the same time, like Shay said, it can be hard to give an apology. And if you realize you hear sorry a lot, but you don't dole it out. Guess where you can be working? 
You can be working on saying mm-hmm. you're sorry when it's your time. Right. So another one, mm-hmm. you know, when, and this is, don't reject a person when they reach out post offense. Yeah, that's a big one. Now, <laughs> ours is cute. <laughs> Sometimes while I'm in the mode, I wouldn't mind her coming up and hugging me or something, right? Now I might be like, mm. but do <laughs> but, you want to hug a cactus? Right, but but, <laughs> but, but like, what's cute about this, and, and it's not, it's cute and it's sad that it's happening at the same time. But she's like, should I approach him or should? I? So she come in the kitchen. I might be like on the dishes, like because that's y'all. When I'm having a problem, you'll find me in the kitchen. <laughs> Two things happen out that's good. I'll probably cook and wash dishes, but <laughs> but but that happened anyway. But that's so gonna happen it ain't anyways. worth it, man. So it's not like I'm doing anything special. Um, <laughs> but she, she pops in. She's like, "Hi," and then she runs off. <laughs> it's like the cutest thing. I was like, I'm like. <laughs> Did was she even here? Was she, I, was she here? Was that was an that, imagination? That, that, that a but watch this. But watch this. I, we, I, we, and we all need to work on this. Don't reject yes. the person post post a, a fence. Um, that that would be a really good. One. Another one that I can think of right would be prayerful. You know, I, I, we were, you said post. You know, post fence. We're talking about man. I think of like pre gaming. Well, we're going to talk about that too. We're going to talk about pre gaming. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Well, then I'll just hold for, hold that thought yeah. because I got an analogy for the pre gaming. Good. And it has nothing to do with you know pre game or before the football game. Anyway, no, I know. All right. Yeah, but I think that's important. Praying for both. Like right. so, one of the things this was early on, and it has just helped as we've kept going, is praying not just for God to work in Shay's heart. Because mm. of whatever I've noticed is an issue Lord, in Shay. work on him now. <laughs> right. Like, that's absolutely necessary. Yeah. But then also, for it to be a problem, I'm mm. probably reacting badly. Maybe not every time, right? Like, you might be very blessed to be able to dole out grace in certain circumstances. And so, maybe you don't need a heart change. You just see that they're struggling here. It breaks your heart to see them struggling there. You're going to pray. But sometimes the reason there's a fight is because you're reacting poorly or not as godly as you could be to what's going on when it does happen. So your heart needs help too. And so it helps soften, right? It helps soften everything when you right after a fight, during a fight, whenever you can muster it, but agree to do it. Agree. Because the more you agree up front, (laughs) the more likely it is to happen later. Um, You just start praying for them and you and both of you in these kind of circumstances. Mm -hmm. If it's something where maybe they did it this time, but you both have a sassy mouth or you're both bad with money or you're both bad at remembering to do something, then the prayer needs to go for both. And I think that that helps humanize, rehumanize your spouse. If in that moment you see them as being on the opposite team when you're really on the same team Um, or when you see them as less than or a failure of your expectations and and all of that mess. And always remember as we're saying these points, it's always God-centered. Yeah. Because, you know, if we look at Proverbs 37, 23, where it says, the steps of man are ordered by the Lord who takes delight in his journey. See, he'll order our steps. I think another another version, hold on, let me me look at this because there's another version of this that I like too because it's like the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord as he delights in his way. It's like, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, so my good, my good man isn't listening to God. Right. Prayer. I mean, I, I, Hey, it's my three huge. P's, I'm going to say it all the time. Yeah. Pray, pause, proceed, pray, pause, proceed. Mm-hmm. And honestly, y'all, I fell at that sometimes <laughs> during the last one. Here we go. <laughs> 
it was a Monday. We had problems till Tuesday. Bible study was coming Tuesday night. I'm teaching Bible study. <laughs> My heart's not really, it's, 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 I'm trying to get it right. There's, you hear that though? I'm trying to get it right. And I'm also praying a lot. All right, God help me, God help me, God help me, God help me. And then the, 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 the message that he gives me to share <laughs> in life group, right, <laughs> is a message I need to hear. And so the whole time I'm saying it, <laughs> internally I'm like, I see what's funny is I'm sitting there not smug not nothing but inwardly celebrating because I need to hear it too right because because the other thing is like I think that was when I did reach over though I did you did no you did and I think and And I said something in it I'm like sometimes we just have to yes yes and I and I was rejoicing because I was like God's so faithful I was seeing it for what it is like he's faithfully giving us this because here's the other thing maybe you did the initial thing you quickly repented your spouse was still not having it. Like they were still struggling, wrestling. And so you give them patience. That's good. And then your patience runs out at some point. And now you start getting bitter because it should be over. And now you feel like we wasting time. We're going to get into that later too. But so then Mm. now you who were probably, I mean, you did the initial thing, but then you, you were following some good godly steps imperfectly, but you were Mm. doing it. And then all of a sudden you stumble because it's still there. It's still a problem. You're like, can we please move on? But now you're fighting this. So now you have to forgive again, right? You're forgiving something new now. So it can go back and forth. And I was just like, in that moment, it was ministering to me because even though I was like fine up front, you know, I was more focused on what I had done wrong. Like now I was starting, it was starting to come against him again. And so those are the kinds of situations that are super relatable. Those happen. And this is one way. So then someone asked this. Yeah. So, you know, okay. So why just do it? Well, we're not there yet. We're not there yet? No, there's two more are that are important. Sure? These are really important. Are you sure? These are so you mean important. You going to bed without anger is important? <laughs> How important is he that? He doesn't want to bring this up because he has, he need to get in bed early. Uh, and sometimes this one going to uh, steal your sleep, which is another reason. It, it's another reason. To to just do it. <laughs> it's another reason, y'all, to not get trapped in this because you're going to lose some sleep because this uh, is big. When we have gone to bed angry, the next day can be hell. Because now you wake up, you don't, and that right. fresh start is denied you because now you have to go down and face what happened yesterday in the kitchen, in the living room somewhere. Now work's starting. You can't talk about it for eight hours. Now the rest of the day's moving on. You got to fit in reconciliation <laughs> at some point next time you see him in the midst of everything else. So that's another reason. Can I just roll over and say I love you and be done? Yes. See? Okay. Yes. See? Because oh. here's the thing. We have to, especially the women, but for anybody, a woman or a man that needs time to recoup, because sometimes like Shay. I'm usually not like this. It's like, it's been really odd the last couple. Well, you've had a lot going on, but (laughs) we also have not had the number of fights and frustrations and offenses that we had last year, this year, despite how much you're doing. And I think it's because of all of this, that's like all this word that we're surrounding ourselves with and We're setting in guardrails. Yeah, but allowing for silence, Mm. allowing for that person to have silence is important. If they can't say, if you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Sometimes they can't say nothing nice right now. They need 10 minutes, but maybe agree that they only gonna get X number minutes, like 30 minutes, 60 minutes, like there has to be a tap out time where 
I know you need time, but like we need to re-engage. The longer hours. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Unless you have a 28 hour awake sleep cycle. No. I was having I was having so many issues. <laughs> Look, this is y'all, this is off by like, Shay's just on un- giving it all, man. I'm giving it all because like <laughs> there's so much going through my head right now. And like the whole like because if, if no one knows ordination, oh yeah, Bible she college, gonna be a pastor, y'all. <laughs> Bible college, <laughs> a new job that requires just like I was on a cruise lot. control. Now I'm like on warp speed. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, men's ministry, this, this, this. this. I mean, and, and honest, these things are that, that are are upfront. Yeah, there's there's just things in our lives. Sometimes you can sit there and say, "Well, I just need to cut something out." Okay, right now God is not telling me to cut it out. He's like. We're going to just get through this and we're going to get through this good. And honestly, it has helped in realignment because studying for the ordination now coming together is very important, Mm -hmm. but also having that word because the whole time I'm being smacked with word. Yeah. Uh, You know, spot wrinkle. Don't, you know, love her. Give her grace. Give yourself grace. And and so it's it's constantly I mean, It's just there were some battles that were being waged. Right. And I really believe that there's demonic battles that were being waged. And so he wants separation. He wants to separate it from the body of Christ. He wants to separate it from our spouses. He wants to separate it from our believing family members. He wants to separate us. He wants he doesn't want us to succeed. And that is one thing where we sit there and say, okay, it's okay for these things. Look, don't go to bed angry, though. Um, now I get it. Watch. Maybe there is no reconciliation at that time with your spouse. Right. But there has to be a reconciliation with God, with the issue. Mm-hmm. There has to be that reconciliation. Like, okay, I have to put away this anger. Maybe you calling it righteous. Okay. Test that. But that ugly anger, mm-hmm. cause sometimes we can't now, in a marriage, you should like. Mm-hmm. That's a whole different. That's right. a whole different game. That, uh, especially if it's not like you know, like some huge. Like if it's just feelings. Yeah. <laughs> like feelings. Yeah. You know, I understand that there's people out there that have been cheated on. I understand there's people out there that maybe something vicious has happened. Right. Okay. But we still have to remember the forgiveness of that person. Right. And therefore, putting with that anger and being silent. Um. It wasn't healthy. For 28 hours because you said roller coaster road. We're, we're imperfect and, and Satan comes in and, and works against us. Yeah. And so it's like all of a sudden I might be pulling out and then she comes out with a sniper because mm-hmm. she frustrated and then we go back into this stupid hamster wheel of, of, of a fence. Yes. Uh, 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 yes. uh, uh, and we get nowhere. Get yes. off the stinking hamster wheel. Right. Get off. I mean, just jump off. Hamsters run on a hamster wheel because they they're locked into a cage. Do not get locked into a cage and sit on a hamster wheel. Mm-hmm. Jump off of the stinking hamster wheel because you're not caged. You're free. God right. has done freed us. He's done redeemed us. No. Amen. Just do it. You wanted to jump there. And that's <laughs> it's. But that's cool because just jump there. Just jump to just do it. Like when mm. all else fails, pray right now. Take a second to pray that if you are married or hey, if you have a brother, sister you live with, if you have a roommate, if you have a best friend that this is like describing very similar circumstances, right? Just pray one of y'all has a spiritual withal to just do it, to just start reconciling and re-engaging because one of the things that was getting me mad this time, mm. 
I wasn't mad, right? Like I was rolling. I was actually like, hey, praise God, because I'm handling this pretty well, even though I'm not really being spoken to. It's hard. I know I, I did wrong, whatever. I'm, I'm struggling, but like I could be all mad, whatever. But like toward the end of it, I was getting mad again. But I realized one of the reasons I was getting mad is I was like, we are wasting precious time. <laughs> right. Because in that moment, I was reflecting on time and how it's more precious than any other thing we have mm. as far, I mean, okay, salvation, the blood of Christ, et cetera. But I mean like time, money, scale, right? Time, you can't get it back and you can't make more unless you're King Hezekiah like last week who asked and God gave him 15 more years. But yeah, we have all eternity. But this time where we're married is finite. And every moment that we choose to stay in prisons of offense um, uh, between mm. one another, we are robbing ourselves of precious time to enjoy one another's company and also to bring glory to God. Because when you're sitting in prisons of offense, you're not bringing him glory in that area of your life. And I was getting mad at that. And that wasn't me getting mad at shit. I was getting mad at like the circumstance and the flesh and the attacks I felt coming in, the, the persuasions I felt to get mm. more mad, get more indignant, more outraged, more offended at the fact that clocks was to, like I started paying attention to the clock. I'm like another hour has gone by where I'm not talking to my husband freely that is sick if you think about it that's sick you're robbing yourself of the most valuable commodity you've got and that's really what we're doing when we sit here angry at one another Mm. you know um so i think that 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 was big um did you want to cut in i had one more thing no did you want to cut in um the other thing so I recently read this book that actually I'm going to read it again because it ministered a lot, but I didn't absorb it all. But it's called The Heart of Anger by Lou Priolo. And it's a practical help for the prevention and cure of anger in children. Right. But one of the things that it talked about that is applicable for everyone is something he calls the gumnazo principle. And it's because that is a I believe it's yeah, it's a, um, a Greek word for trained, like trained mm. up. And in Hebrews 5, 13 through 14, it says, for everyone who partakes only of milk is not accustomed to the word of righteousness for he is a babe, but solid food is for the mature who because of practice have their senses trained or gumnazoed to discern good and evil. And pretty much the heart of this is this stuff is training, mm. right? And he's talking about how as a kid, he was made to sweep the house, not maybe not the whole house, but like main entryway stuff. He was made to sweep the house every day. And even when he didn't enjoy it, he still had to do it. And he was just like, this is so dumb, right? As a kid, he was just like, oh, one day I want to play. I can't because I have to, you know. And then one day he was an adult. He moved out on his own. And suddenly he was choosing to sweep when he saw dirt on the floor. (laughs) Something he had fought against, railed against, and not enjoyed at all as a kid most days. He was suddenly electing to do because it, and it didn't, he had, he just started sweeping and then suddenly realized, hey, I'm sweeping, I used to hate sweeping. I used to not understand why I had to sweep every day. And he's like, here I am using this thing I did every day for exactly what it's for at the right time. And no one made me do it. I just picked up the broom intuitively and just did it. And that's what this is about. That's what so much of the Christian life is trying to do it rather than saying, yeah, but it's hard. Instead being like, it's hard, but God and just trying it. And when you do fail, you've got grace, but just trying, committing to trying so that it gets easier to stop wasting all this precious time next time. Thought complete. Yeah. 
just now. <laughs> Do it. Now's the no, time. It's because it's, it, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm hearing, you know, this is, this is finite. I'm hearing, you know, to d- discern between good and evil, right? Mm-hmm. Um, reconciliation, recovery, um, all of these, 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 these awesome ideas. And, and I'm sitting there and I'm thinking of verses, right? I'm like, because I mean, that's how this works. It's like, okay, so I'm hearing this and I'm not just hearing this as a person who's speaking this to you. I'm hearing this as a person, as God is speaking to me. And when we sit there and we think about this, it actually takes me into, into some of my favorite verses of Acts and also Hebrews. And we're going to go to Hebrews on this, but it's always this meeting together, right? Meeting together. So this is still that this is still meeting together. This is still us coming together. This is still us edifying and building up and, and being one with one another. Um, with our friendships, it's, it's us edifying. It's us meeting together. It's us coming together. I, I, I really like that. And when we look at Hebrews 10, 25, and it's beautiful the way this is articulated. It says, let us not neglect meeting together as some have made a habit. Ooh. Right. But let us encourage one another. Ooh. And all the more as you see the day approaching. Okay, in that sense, the day means wow. the day. Yeah. Um, but being finite, that day could be tomorrow. Right. Um, being finite, my breath is not guaranteed. I could not imagine the turmoil that I would be left, that I would leave behind, knowing that my wife is still a God seeking and God fearing woman. But because I chose to be silent, that I chose to neglect meeting together, I chose to make it a 27-hour habit, right? I did not build up. I did not encourage. If anything, I drove more space between us because it allowed for the enemy to work his, 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 his lies and deceit. And so I'm, I'm saying reconnect. Right. And we learn this from the Bible of good and evil, the mm-hmm. ways that we should and we should not approach this and and, and act in this. Right. What an episode. Like this no, is really the, like a conviction. <laughs> right. No, but like praise Ooh. God, because I, I admit I have never thought of that verse in that way. Mm. It's always like, you know, don't skip church too much. Don't say you don't need church because, right. you know, God said, but like, wow, because that's so true in the community of Christ in the body of Christ. It's so easy when you are so easily offended to just remove yourself right. from the blessings he has for mm. you in the midst of people. You know, back when we had that episode about our biggest marriage mistake, Shay came over and hugged me, which was not always common in this most because transparency, right? It's not always easy to re-engage in that kind right. of way. Um, but he did. And in that moment, I had been praying for a hug and I wasn't praying out loud, loud enough for him to hear, although I was going in and out of loud, like actual vocal prayer. He couldn't hear that. He had no idea. But I was praying for God to give me a hug. (laughs) And he had Shay give me that hug because that's how it works. You know, like right now, he's not going to come down and make his second coming to give you a hug. I'm sorry. He loves you. (laughs) But that's not how he he has made it clear. That's not going to be how it works. Um, He that's that second coming is for another purpose. Right. Um, So instead, he's left us one another Mm. to do those physical things and vocal things that we're asking him to do for us. The the amazing thing is I needed that same hug. 
Yes. And it was a reconnection. Um, yes. So preventive measures. Right? Yeah. These are, I these think, are the I think that we'll, 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 the pregame, the gonna, preventative. The pregame. Pre and so that thought. Yes. <laughs> not, not the football game pregame. Right. But yeah. when you start thinking, like I remember football season and, you know, we, we would practice and we would do all this. But every Friday before our Saturday game, Coach, Coach Cheddar, that's his name. That's awesome. And Coach that's Brad and Coach Brad. Um, the Cheddar. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> they would ha he would open his home for spaghetti night. That's cool. Because you want to carb loading. Yeah. Before the big day. Okay, I don't know. Maybe, maybe nowadays, maybe we were wrong. I don't know what kind but of the science. The whole point, the whole, I don't whatever. know science. But that's cool. Because I haven't looked into it lately, but I know that the idea behind it was carb loading for the energy. Yeah. Right? Um, but I, do you know what else was happening? Right. We were meeting together. Yes. <laughs> we were breaking bread together. Yes. Uh, we were a Christian school, and I'm not going to say we all walked that way, but. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, and we were, we were getting ready for the game. Mm-hmm. That is exactly so. One of the reasons, one of the ways behind this that we have listed, you know, for for our little points, pew, 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 <laughs> is pray for a heart that is less offended. Mm-hmm. Pray for a heart that's less offended, both sides. Yeah, it's cool to pray for your spouse. It's cool, mm -hmm. but don't forget yourself. Like we've been, like yeah. we've already talked about that. So yeah. it's kind of like, yeah, yeah. In the same way that we tell people, you don't have to be all cleaned up to come to church. Right. Yeah. We don't need a cleaned up spouse in order to act right to them. Right. That's not what God said. He said, act this way. It's mm. a blessing if you're treated that way. But he didn't say you only act that way when and, you're treated that way. And I'm going to caveat on these, not by your might nor your power, nope, by but him. by the spirit, says the Lord. Yes. That is key. Yes. This does not happen in self-will. This happens in God's will. Yes. And God's power. Yes. And he gives you, yeah. he faithfully gives his children the good gifts that align with his will. And if his mm -hmm. will is for every believer to have these things, then when you ask for them, these are the kinds of prayers you can joyfully expect that he will answer. Mm. Because these are the ones that we know from his own word align with his word. It's not like, does he want me to have a car? There's nowhere in scripture about cars. What do I do? I just have to sit and wait. No, this is one where you actually know He's calling you to it, so he will give it to you. He right. will provide the means, oftentimes through practice, gumnazo, training, right. which means being willing to accept the training as an answer to the right. prayer, right? Yep. Um, one of the big things that I read in that, in that book about anger that we mentioned a second ago, um, and I couldn't find the page or I'd quote it verbatim, but it was about... If you're more offended or if you're get if you're more angry that your child sinned against you than the fact that they sinned against God, you have a pride problem that is bleeding into your children. And I was like, oof, oof, because Snap, drop the mic. It, it wasn't even mm. like I mean, I have a I I get frustrated sometimes because of like multiple spinning plates at once. But I don't get angry mm. at our daughter very often. I'm more just frustrated at circumstances, right? Um, but in that moment, I was like, wow, but when I do get angry, it's not because she's offending God or coming against God or driving a wedge between her and God. Mm. Um, she's it's, wow. it's because I get mad because I feel like I need more respect, but it's not really me. And that's something that really helps ground all of us. And the more you sit and meditate on that thought that all sin is against God, 
And yeah, someone can come against you, sin against you. Yeah, absolutely. But even if they sin against no person walking around on this planet, they're still sinning against God. And that's the real tragedy because what matters more than any other relationship, the one they have with God. So when you are in a situation where your spouse is doing something that hurts you, it's also impacting their relationship with God. I know God has Mm. the glasses on, but the Holy Spirit is living in that moment, um, dealing with what's happening and is using it all, right? to improve and work in that person's life. But when you start really realizing that it's not about what they're doing to me, Mm. you don't have to take it personally. They're really doing it to God. That's a a level there. Yeah. (laughs) Get into that. Right. It takes, it takes, this is like hearing you have to do 50 pull-ups and you can't even do one negative pull-up. But it's still something that if you decide that that's the goal and you start working towards it every day a little bit, trusting God's going to be the provider, then you will one day do 50 pull-ups. Right. And, it, and one day when you get to 52 pull-ups, you won't be like, wow, I remember when this seemed unachievable, but now I'm on a mm. way to 100. That's the kind of mindset we are free to have in Christ. That's the encouragement is right. you're able to do that. Yeah. Um. There's, there's just two more on here. And if you have any I, more, a, you, can, you can drop them. Do not provoke your spouse to anger. The proverb says your child, <laughs> but I feel like you could apply I, I this. I feel like it applies across the board. I feel like, oh, y'all. <laughs> Boy, because I'm a, mm, yeah, we'll just leave that right there. Do not provoke your spouse to anger. Look, do not provoke your child to anger. Do not provoke your friend to anger. Do not look. Playful banter sometimes is cool, but know your know 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 the limits. Know the person. Mm-hmm. Know the person is more important. Know the person. Mm-hmm. Um, we all like to have fun. We all like yeah. to play. We all like to talk. Uh, but also know the person. Know what you're saying and and watch. You know what God God does say there has to be a filter. Mm-hmm. Um, he has spoken again how the tongue is wicked, the tongue is wrong, the tongue oh the tongue spits out. Don't let unsightful oh. language or right, I can, yeah. yeah, but like bad it's, it's, language. It's always, it's always. You know what? The best way is the right way, and so therefore, hey, be playful, be banterful, but look, don't provoke. Mm-hmm. You know, if your kid's crying. Don't incite more Don't crying. Don't incite more crying. We'll just leave it there. Yeah. Uh, the last one is give due weight to critiques from your spouse. And you kind of, in you added yeah. this one in up at the top, yeah. and I think that's a good one, right. both as a early acknowledgement when you're not fighting as, as well as a preventative measure is just this idea of this person lives with you more than anyone else. And mm. of course you have to test what they say against the word. That's that doesn't change just because they're your spouse. But there's a chance that if your spouse sees it as an issue, Mm. might be one. And maybe the fact no one else brought it up is because they're scared to, or they don't hang out with you enough. And if you have a history of being defensive in the face of critique, whether or not it's true, people have learned to stay clear and not even bother. And how sad it is that (laughs) people who could invest into you aren't, because you've taught them you cannot be invested into well. Right. So when it's your spouse, you have this blessing from God, this per iron sharpens iron, especially the iron sitting right next to you. 
right? Iron across the room can sharpen you. Yeah, sure, if someone brings it over. But the one right beside you, anytime the ground shakes, something going to happen. <laughs> and so I think that, like, in that sense, if Shay How tells can me I have something. so much patience with everyone else except my spouse. Right. But you have a lot of patience with me now. Yeah, yeah. We used to say that and be like, yeah, that's kind of true. How do you, like, I don't know. But now it's kind of like, because of this gum yes, nazo, yes. it's, it's becoming right, this right. thing. And because of all these things we're telling you that we imperfectly think of, but we're thinking of them a lot. Right. Maybe not every day, but we we come back to them because they're in our head. It works out, right? You know, and so, so I some I, really good points today. Yeah, really I think good that this is, this is something we needed to share it yeah. out loud. We need to speak right. it together and roll off each other. Um, and if you've listened to it once, maybe you don't don't send it to your spouse like you need to hear this, right? Because again, no, no, no. It's but. If so, you're in a place, yeah, preventative yeah. measures and you and you, you're talking. Mutual acknowledgement. Yeah. Just do Maybe it. listen to this yes. and then have a conversation after. You can even pause it and talk about it as you go. This would be a cool way to, to breach some stuff with one another. And I, and I think also, so I'm going to repeat it because I know we said it as we as we close out because y'all honest, I'm going to be true. Man, the cherry blossoms are in bloom. My little girl wants to go scooter and it's time for us to go. But before we go, I'm going to say this. Look, find a devotional that asks questions mm-hmm. or find a study book that asks questions. Yes. Do it with your spouse because honestly, a third party or get third party Christian counseling where they ask the questions mm-hmm. and you have to sit there and process because sometimes the questions we come up with are self-driven questions, yes. not God-driven questions. Yes. But trust me, we've gone through some some devotionals from the Version Bible app yes. that definitely have challenged us to think. Mm-hmm. And it's like, watch this, be real. Because and, and, and that space has to be a space of 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 good fighting. Mm-hmm. We've heard it that way. We've heard it that way in one of our devotions. Having good fighting, which which means we're 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 discussing our issues, we're discussing our problems, mm-hmm. but we're doing it in these It's like we're fighting on the same side. Yeah. The problem is the right, enemy. Right. There you go. I yeah. like that. That's that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Um and but what's gonna happen in that some truths are gonna come out, some things that are hard to swallow are gonna come out. But hey, have a heart to listen, digest, mm-hmm. pray, pause, proceed, yeah. and then move forward. Amen. 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 This one was fun. Yeah, this was fun. I like this. I, like, this I think is I got fun. a little bit deep in introspective. But, but, but hey, good. praise God, right? Like this happens. And <laughs> right. I think, that, yeah. This I like is how she brushed fun. it at the front. You know, we had this. Little, no, I, I just dug in like. He's uh, like, um, it was not a skirmish. <laughs> Right. <laughs> um, but anyway. And it was so, all based off feelings. So right. Yeah, so on that note, real quick, we don't normally shout this out on the podcast, but our daughter has decided that she wants a YouTube channel and she wants family friendly content. And she yeah. decides when when we make videos and stuff. But check out What's Up with the Watsons on YouTube. Yes. And, and it's just virtual field trips and cooking and crafting us as a family it might inspire you and your family but um on and, and top you of know that, what and 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 if she wants to because it's always on her mm-hmm. she might say i want to record our trip today and we might record this you yeah, might, you get might even get to see the blossoms. cherry blossoms you, you never know there you go but um but yeah so the pantry podcast.com is where you can get the seven day devotional that's another great way Ooh, to, yeah. to work out with your spouse the seven day devotional jesus not junk food as well as where you can find all of the verses from this episode you can also see the devotion list on a few episodes back the marriage mistake episode all the devotions that we have really enjoyed that ask Mm. questions and you can support us at patreon.com slash the pantry podcast so until next time bye bye thanks for listening the pantry podcast is also honored to be featured on the edify app spark radio spark media on uplifted and eternity ready radio